It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Too, like there are guys pitching in, but then there are these guys that are a little quiet that throughout the season have been pitching in, such as Pasternak pitching in with 60 Yeah, he, goals. Just, he just pitched in a few. <laughs> he just pitched a couple points in. there. Here's many of those What's brewing? This is <laughs> this is Bruising Bruins, the hockey podcast network. Pod, 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 you know all the rest. Craft Kings. <laughs> uh, if you could tell, uh, not super excited to be uh, doing this podcast, but we're here to bring some sanity, maybe some some calm to uh you know a little tranquility to your lives uh it's me chris gear i am hosting with drew johnson co-hosting uh cam has been fired yeah uh he's he's in new york he's uh he's suddenly become a rangers fan so um yeah and we're in the middle of a few other playoff games right now while we're recording this but that's a good series, but anyway, other <laughs> Drew, Drew, are you drinking anything on this uh, uh, faded so, day? Ah, uh, so Julia, my girlfriend, uh, is heading to Europe. Actually, in an hour, her plane will take off, and she'll go to Europe. So I get to drink all of her stuff um, and eat all of her snacks and food and stuff. So this is an Aha sparkling water. I'm saving my drinking for. Uh, for tomorrow yeah uh, i i as well am i'm doing that this is a uh, raspberry akai um and drinkability that's very smooth but like the taste is a little strong for like how sparkly or at least how i like my sparkling water i like i prefer like a little lighter on the taste so drinkability for me i'm gonna say a 30 um and tasteability for sparkling water, I'll go like a twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, at the at the risk of sounding pedantic, uh, uh, just to save you from future embarrassment, uh, that fruit is pronounced acai. Uh, acai. Yeah. Uh, just want to make sure we get that right. For uh, I believe that's uh, like a Portuguese word. Let me look that up. What are we ranked in Portugal for? podcast we do um 
Oh, yeah, we're number 198 in Switzerland, by the way, which is worth mentioning, I believe, with a whopping one listener. So I don't know any Swiss. If you know any Swiss words, Chris, shout it out. Uh, Acai is indeed Portuguese. Um, I I wanted to get that right for our uh, Brazilian contingent because, Mm -hmm. you know, that is the language of Brazil. Um, I am drinking... Strawberry milk. Um, <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> I I looked in the fridge to see what kind of non-alcoholic beverages we had. Uh, and Isabel already rated our uh, apple juice on the podcast. So I didn't want to, didn't want to, you know, hat on a hat there. Um, and I noticed that we had almost an entire half gallon of milk that had gone untouched that i thought you're gonna has, say that it gone bad <laughs> no it has a sell, it does have a sell-by date of uh what's today uh what tomorrow tomorrow mm-hmm. is the uh sell-by date um and we we bought a couple of half gallons of milk while my dad was here because he really likes eating cereal in the morning and we're occasional cereal eaters and isabel likes her strawberry milk but has not been drinking much of it lately and so I figured I would uh, throw some strawberry syrup in some milk and uh, and give it a go on the pod. So drinkability. Um, you could see it all at the bottom there. It's as as you can see, I did not stir it very well. I tried to stir it. I thought I did a good job, but I left a bunch at the bottom. Um, so, I mean, probably more drinkable than it would have been otherwise. Um, less tasteable, though. Um, drinkability... 24. I don't want to go chugging a bunch of glasses of milk that wouldn't make my tummy feel very good. It's not the um, uh, McBoyle brothers in uh, just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, always sunny season 16. Uh, yeah, back soon. we should uh, have them on. I, yeah, definitely. Talk uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't caught the last couple of seasons, but uh, shouts to them still going. Yeah. Um, uh, tasteability. When it gets to the bottom, I'm sure it'll be highly tasteable, but currently it's about a 21. Neat. Um, so obviously, game five did not go as planned. Um, I, I feel like maybe the like the effort and intensity was there. Like that all went as planned. I believe they yeah. nearly, if not doubled the shot attempts of or the uh, the shots on goal of the Panthers um I was overall like I felt pretty good about what the product looked like um and you know I, I boldly declared on this podcast that if the Bruins lost game five it would be because of bad puck luck not because they didn't mm-hmm. come out and give it their their all and I think uh you know I I didn't account for mental mistakes and and whatnot but i'm not here to talk about linus olmark uh probably playing a puck that he shouldn't have played and um just more here to calm people down stop making the comparisons to tuka rask i mean one he should be so lucky to be compared to an absolute legend of that caliber um two it was literally one play uh, the guy seems pretty mentally strong. 
Um, mm. So I'm not going to dwell on that. Um, th- that was a rough play. Um, yeah. But, you know, based on what happened during regulation, I don't think it should have been in overtime. I think that should have been, a, you know, maybe a 4-2, 5-3 kind of game. But mm. Marshawn, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Marshawn could have ended it at the end there. Um, I think as far as that all-mark play goes, uh just not to brush over it. I think it basically amounts to a brain fart. Like I think and we were kind of talking about this in a group chat at one point. Like I I think Olmark was just misread the four check and thought he was just gonna settle it down for Grizzlick and Verhage came in pretty pretty strong. Um and just didn't know what to do with it from there. And then, like you said, Chris Puckluck. Um, so <laughs> I like how you're spinning the milk like it's like a fine glass of wine. I'm trying to stir it, man. It looks like it worked a little bit. Um, and so it's – I saw, you know, you see immediately, you know, calls for Swayman next game. It's like, no, Omar, steady as she goes. Like, he's, he's the guy. He's the guy. And th- that – Again, like we talked about, he had a rough game, game two. Um, we, we talked about how people are calling for Swayman. And if you do that, it's because you're basically saying we're going to share the net like pretty evenly. Uh, and that's the strategy. They didn't do that. The strategy is all Mark. Ride your Vesna warning goaltender, uh, nearly a guarantee. Um, and yeah, so all these calls for that and then also uh, dj bean uh had tweeted out um this clip of uh tim thomas like doing something very similar uh and the bruins losing an ot to vancouver oh, he sure did. They went on. yeah so it <clears throat> it's like this stuff happens and uh tim thomas especially not surprising that happened given his play style but uh, yeah, don't don't panic. This Bruins team is still, I think, the better team, and um, I would I would ex- expect them to come away with it in Game Six as long as they don't have any brain farts again. Yeah, I one I just really love the mindset of this team. Um, it, it's it, basically everything I'm, I've heard from all the players and from Montgomery has been one like. Mark, uh, I'm gonna forget about this so quickly. You have no idea. Um, like the that's just the mindset you want from a guy like that. Um, Pasternak saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little frustrated that I haven't been scoring, but it's not because I'm not like trying or playing well, it just hasn't gone my way. And basically, guaranteeing a goal in game six, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was incredible. That's some like Mark Messier shit. And then Montgomery saying, like, we don't look at this as like oh man we had this ripped out of our hands and now we're like dejected we're looking at this as another like great opportunity to end a series and Mm -hmm. they're going to florida to end the series and look like as a fan it's hard to be like oh man like so excited for friday because there's such a, a great opportunity for them to end the series when we just watched like literally some of the greatest opportunities yeah. to end this series slip out of our, our fingers, but that's not what all the players on that team are thinking. Right. right. Um, and even if this series goes seven, like I, I have confidence that they'll be absolutely ready to go for game seven at home. 
Um, and I still think that if the Bruins lose an individual game, whether it be game six or game six and game seven, it won't be because they were not the better team on the ice or didn't give the better effort. Uh, it'll be due to puck luck and whatnot. And I mean, the the difference between this team and past teams is if you're sitting there as a fan, I, I remember very specifically, like, uh, I want to say it was like 2015, one of the, whatever the year the Bruins made it to the playoffs, um, like among those three seasons where they absolutely sucked and missed the playoffs by like a tiny margin. Um, they played the can or the Canadians, I believe in the second round, I think they beat Detroit in the first round and then played the Canadians in the second round and they were up three, two in the series. And I remember just thinking like, Oh, they have two opportunities to win one game. Like what could go wrong? And they lost both games and lost the series. And I was like, Oh, I'm never going to trust this team ever again. Like, <laughs> I have no reason to think that they will win one of two games. And, um, from everything I've heard, this team is not thinking they have two chances to win one game. They're thinking, mm -hmm. well, Matt Grizzly even said, like we're we're not thinking of this as as that. Like we're they're going to come out playing like their season is on the line, and we know we have to win this one. Mm -hmm. So we got to think the same way. And I I know a lot of that stuff is stuff you're supposed to say, but they're, this feels different. That. This, yeah, this, no. this feels like it. They mean it. Yeah, they're fully embracing that, and they got confidence in themselves. And I think, honestly, all it was really going to take is someone else stepping up. Because um, we've seen it's well-rounded, and we've seen, you know, Taylor Hall catch fire, Bertuzzi catch fire, Bergeron comes back and he scores. Marshawn has been steady there. Um, but it'd be great to see someone like, – I think the difference maker is going to be some player coming up with, like, two goals in games. That like, Felino's going to score two or something like that, you know. I mean, it would that, be great if – puts him over the edge. It would be great if it was just Pasternak. Yeah, same, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, you got a guy like Pasternak that's cold. Jake DeBrusque has a goal, too. Like, there are guys pitching in, but then there are these guys that are a little quiet that throughout the season have been pitching in, such as Pasternak pitching in with six yeah, goals. Yeah, he just, he just pitched in a few. <laughs> he just pitched a couple points there, here and there. Many a dozen. NHL fans, light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts, 800-327-5050, or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Um, 
<clears throat> so I, I I do think that's going to be a difference. I think you know Connor Clifton in would be great. Um, yeah, I would like to uh, see him play. I on on the on the subject of like over too. overreactions. Uh, yeah, we got we got to talk about that as well. Uh, but like, yeah, if you put Swayman in, you're telling Allmark this isn't because we're you know sharing the net, like you said, Drew. Uh, it's because you fucked up and we're replacing you and that's the wrong message to send and i think that's the same thing you're doing if you put clifton in for grizzlick if you put grizzlick mm-hmm. in or if you put clifton in for forbert then you're just saying like it's your turn yeah you know what i mean like forbert yeah, didn't yeah. necessarily do anything wrong i just don't think he played particularly well no and, and, the, you can and maybe if you're rotate. if you're looking for like something to shake stuff up i think that's the move you make especially since it makes sense with the right hand left hand thing um Plus their uh, playing I, styles. It's not like you're just replacing him with somewhat the same playing style. Cliffy has a different game. Mm-hmm. Um, King has that offensive upside and that speed, uh, and he's going to get into the nasty stuff too. As long as he doesn't take any penalties and as long as he's not a liability, then I think he's the right choice. I also think sitting Frederick was a little too cute. Um, Lauko yeah, would have been like my choice there. But if Krejci draws back in, I think you got to sit Lauko. And then I don't really know what you do with the other sit. Or kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning of the series. Like when they're entirely healthy, I don't really know who you sit. Yeah. Um, I, Montgomery, Montgomery kind of made it seem like Felino was that first guy up. But then, you know, by sitting Freddie, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. So. You know, maybe Krejci draws in and Lauko and Freddie sit. Maybe Lauko and Felino sit. It's not going to be no sick. No, he's been really good. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's especially on the faceoff. Um, he and he and Coyle really holding stuff down. Um, yeah, and I don't. I don't usually think of faceoffs as a super important thing, but that's kind of over the course of a season where I'm like, I like if you're telling me this guy needs to be a 50% face off guy in order just to play center, like then I don't really care over the course of a season. Um, but when you need someone to win a face off in the defensive zone, when you're like two mm-hmm. icings in a row and you got tired guys out there, um, you want somebody you want to maximize your opportunities to have somebody out there who can win you a face-off and, you know, mm-hmm. having Bergeron, Coyle, Nosek, like that's huge. And I think mm-hmm. Zaka is capable as well, but obviously hasn't been as no. good. Um, And I mean, Krejci, like career over 50%, somewhere in the 52% range. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's pretty Bergeron good. As well. center. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's situations like that situations where like if your power play is struggling, sometimes winning that first face off and the power play can be a real, like the, the Bruins power play has not been struggling to score necessarily the entries uh, on a, on a percentage percentage wise. But if you're watching the power play, Oh boy, it looks rough. They yeah, have a lot gross. of trouble getting the puck and keeping it in the zone. Yeah. So um, 2011 throwbacks for, the, for that yeah. for sure. But I, I mean, we always say that's kind of a good, uh, you know, omen, but uh, really, that's it's it. not. It's, they need they needed to come through, and there's been plenty of playoff races that they've had, or plenty of playoff uh, campaigns, I guess. Uh, 
series that they've lost because the power play couldn't capitalize. So I've also noticed that Bergeron's, that Bergeron's just been getting thrown out of the dot way too much. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, when uh, Brindamore mentioned it, what was that last year? Was that yeah. last year? Yeah, the last year uh, in the playoffs. Fucking stupid. Like we, I think we've talked about how we like. Uh, maybe it was someone else who had said it that they like Rod Brindamore, but uh, like not when he's complaining <laughs> like that. <laughs> Basically, when he's not playing the Bruins, because. Uh, that's where he's when he seems to complain most, but yeah, but yeah, I'm still, I guess, at the end of the day, to wrap up my Bruins thoughts, yeah, I'm confident in this team. You had Coyle and Nosek as your like centers for like real, you have Zaka who came in and stuff, but those were your guys for a little bit there, and they they killed it, they filled the void, they killed it, they did their duty, yeah. you know. So, I, I would continue to say, uh, Krejci's not. As as of this recording, Krejci's not cleared to play yet, but he yeah. did travel with the team. Mm-hmm. I would say unless he's like 100% good to go, uh, keep sitting him. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to rush him. Game seven. Yeah. If there, if, if, occur. Yeah. Uh, I would say that. That's probably the right, the right spot. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if you feel like you're yeah, you're missing something. Um, yeah, but I think if I mean if he is like healthy, or even if he's like ninety-seven percent, you know, there, that um, I, I think I could see him play. I mean, he wouldn't travel with the team if they weren't thinking like they might not be thinking you're a hundred percent, but you're going to be cleared. You know, you're over that threshold where you know you're going to be in some discomfort after the game, but you're not going to worsen anything. So. Um, I could definitely still see him playing, but yeah, game seven hand, like no doubt he'll play whatever injury he has (laughs) by that point. So imagine like they had the season and then like crazy just didn't (laughs) finish off. Well, no, he did play early in the series. So yeah, he he played. Don't worry. Yeah. Good. Okay. He goes, he goes licks in. (laughs) Marshawn hasn't this year. All right. Uh, I think that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, What's the score of the Toronto-Tampa game at the moment? It was 2-1 last I checked. It's 2-1 at the end of two. Yeah. See how that goes. Who would you rather? Who would you rather? I want that that to go seven. I mean, if I'm talking about, like, who I think the Bruins have a better chance of beating, it's the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, who do I want to play? I always want to play Toronto. I mm-hmm. think that'll always be a fun series. Um, and I always want the chance to crush their hopes and dreams. Yeah, I'm with you. It'd be fun to beat Tampa too. The only concern there is they have been a Bruins killer. I mean, they've been one of the most dominant teams in the league, but uh, for several years, but also just right there ever since they came into the Atlantic just a thorn in the B side. So it'd be nice to also uh, beat them, but yeah, Toronto series would be, would be something. And all right. That's all folks. Bye. Ah!